You are tuned in to Sacred Heart Catholic Church in Broussard, Louisiana. Let's catch up with Father Michael Delcom as he breaks open the readings for today. Why do people get divorced? Why do couples separate? Why do people quit their job? Why do people stop doing things they they once were passionate about and then all of a sudden they don't care about them anymore? It's a good question. Many people will give you um, the why to a lot of these questions. But I would argue that maybe the why that they divorce, the why that they leave their job, the why that they're no longer in particular relationships is, is perhaps not the answer. I think it starts far before people start asking why. It starts far before people start asking, why am I married? Why am I doing this job? Why am I in this relationship? Or why am I Christian? Why am I Catholic? I know a lot of you might be asking, why are you here this morning? Why do you keep coming? Why do you wake up in the morning and do all this work to get your kids together and clothed? And why do you put up with, with all of this? Why? Well, I found myself uh, asking a lot of why questions uh, lately. Father White left, as you know, in February and uh, just been grinding and pushing through and just kind of doing a lot through Lynn. And as most of us, when we work a lot, we get tired. And when we get tired, what do we do? We, we just work harder, right? And we just keep pushing through. And every once in a while, I found myself asking, why am I a priest? Why am I doing this? Why am I here? What's this all about? Had a great opportunity to go on vacation with my family this past week. Some of you knew that. Um, some of you were asking me, was it restful? I mean, with like three grandbabies in the family, five, three, and two years old, restful is probably not the best question to ask. Did I have fun? Absolutely. Uh, we had a great time on vacation, but getting away, kind of getting out of kind of Sacred Heart and being a pastor, so to speak, Getting away from everything often gives you a perspective, a new perspective, right? When you get out of things, when you go on maybe a trip or if you go on maybe a retreat or something, it's only when you get out of things that you're able to look back and see things that you couldn't see before. And this week was really good for me just to get away and to turn my brain off, to turn the phone off, to turn the, the cell phone and, and, and emails off and the why questions started to change to become who questions. And I think this is important for us to talk about this morning. I think the who question is the most important question to talk about ever before a why question will surface. 
You and I are primarily in relationship with a who. We're first in relationship with God. And then God calls us to be in relationship with other people, whether that's our spouse, whether that's our coworkers, whether that's our friends, whether that's our family. It's the who, Jesus, that influences and clarifies all the other relationships in our life. And when we forget about the who, when we get in touch with the who of Jesus, well then it runs the danger of all these other relationships becoming very empty. And then we start to ask why. Let me give you a little reference to what I'm talking about. Today in the gospel, Jesus had just sent his disciples off on their first mission. This is in Mark chapter six. He'd been teaching them. He'd been performing works in front of them. He had been doing all the work. And he finally says, okay, guys, I'm sending you out into the world. I want you to go and do what you have seen me do. I want you to go and teach what you have heard me teach. I want you to go and do what you have seen me do. And so they courageously go out in the world and they do some amazing things. They teach exactly what Jesus taught them to do. They were missionary disciples, right? A disciple is a follower of Jesus. They were sent out on mission. They come back today at the beginning of today's gospel, Mark 6, verse 30. It says this, the apostles gathered together with Jesus and reported all they had done and taught. And he said to them, are you ready for it? This is what he said to them. Come away by yourselves to a deserted place and rest for a while. People were coming and going in great numbers. They had hardly any time to even eat. He said, come and let's get away for a while and rest. The key is they didn't go rest by themselves. They rested with Jesus. Jesus said, let's go and get away and let's be together and let's talk about what you saw happen. Let's talk about what you saw happening when you were teaching, when you were performing works, when you were performing signs. Let's be together because if we don't get away and if we're not together, you're going to become a workaholic. If we don't get away and we don't spend time together, the work is going to become more important than me. The teaching is going to become more important than this relationship. If you forget about the who that this is all about, you're going to burn out and you're going to start asking why. Why am I doing this? Why am I in this marriage? Why am I at this job? Why am I friends with so-and-so? Why am I even Catholic? Come away for a while. Time with Jesus and rest and reflection is so important because it helps us see who we are in relationship with. It helps us see God in our day-to-day lives. And when we lose track and when we lose touch of God in our day-to-day lives, then we just do things. We are busy about busy things. And Christianity and Catholicism just looks like a bunch of things that we do. It's just us going through the motions. And when we go through the motions day after day after day, it becomes empty. And what it feels like is we're standing, we're sitting, and we're kneeling. We're just getting the kids together to survive this Sunday. 
without a who? Without a relationship. So he says, come away for a while so that you can continue to be in love with me because it's me who drives the mission, Jesus says. This is so important, I'm telling you. As a Christian, as a believer, when you lose touch of a relationship with Jesus, then everything is just going through the motions. And you're going to burn out. Couples do this all the time. When they stop talking, when they stop checking in, when they stop having this five-minute or ten-minute little check-in at the end of the day, how was your day? How are you doing? What's on your mind? What's on your heart? When we stop getting to know the person that we're in love with, a distance starts to be created. And one day turns into two days, and a two days starts to turn into a week, into a month, and all of a sudden, people all of a sudden say, where did we become so distant? Where did we lose? I feel like I don't even know you. I feel like we're roommates. We just live in the same house. Happens all the time, but we just stop talking. We stop communicating. So today I want to mention to you maybe an exercise that you're familiar with. If not, this might be helpful for to you in your spiritual life. It is a tool to help us stay in relationship with Jesus. It's called the examine prayer. Some of you have heard of it. This may be new to some of you. It's super simple. It's super easy. St. Ignatius of Loyola, as he was seeking a deeper relationship with the Lord, people started to see him in love with Jesus. And they said, we want to know what you're doing. We want to follow you. Not follow you, but we want to follow what you're doing so that we can fall in love with the person that you're clearly in love with. And he said, come follow me. And he taught them this, this examine prayer. And the whole purpose of the examine prayer is to help us notice and be aware of God in our day-to-day lives. God is always with us, but the thing is we're not always with God. And so what Ignatius wanted to teach in this simple prayer is just help me become more and 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 more aware of God in my day-to-day He's always there, but I want to be more aware of him in my day-to-day because the more I'm aware of him, the more I can be with him. I can respond appropriately to him. And if I'm not aware of him today, and if I'm not aware of him tomorrow, and then that turns into a week, all of a sudden I feel distant from God. He's not in my life. And all of a sudden everything I do that has God language in it just becomes a thing to do. And then I ask myself, why am I doing this? So, examine prayer typically has five steps to it. If you didn't bring your notebook, um, this is on our Facebook page right now. There's a couple of links to some area you can go and study and reflect and, and learn about it. It's super simple. There's different variations of this prayer. We can't all go on vacation to get out of our life and look back on our life. Father Dugah would leave here really quickly, so I don't want him to leave I want to keep an associate pastor here. So, that was a joke in case you didn't mention it. We just got a new associate. That's why I was able to go on vacation. Stick with me. All right, here we go. So, uh, the examine prayer, five steps, super clear, super simple. It only takes maybe five minutes, two or three minutes during the day. Um, That's why I love going to people's houses and blessing their houses. Uh, My favorite room is actually the master bath. Because this is the place where most of you ladies are going to get your five minutes. This is your office. This is where you retreat. Where's mama? She's in the bathroom. Leave her alone, right? 
This is where you go to reflect on the day. So here are the five steps. I'm going to say them, then we'll talk about them. One, gratitude. Two, petition. Three, review. Four, forgiveness. Five, renewal. Gratitude, petition, review, forgiveness, renewal. You won't remember that, but let's talk about them. You ready? Number one, gratitude. I'm just going to slow down and I'm just going to thank God. I'm going to acknowledge that he's with me. I just want to thank you, God. I want the first thing that you hear from me is gratitude. Just thank you for me being alive. Thank you for loving me this whole entire day. The last time we've actually formally talked, I want to thank you for all of the way that you have been blessing me. Everything I have is a gift. Everything is a gift. So thank you. Let the first words you hear from me be gratitude. Secondly, petition. It's not the petition that you're thinking of. I'm not going to ask God for anything for me. But what I'm asking him is for him to reveal to me, to lead this prayer, to lead this time. Lord, show me how you have been present to me over the last 24 hours. So I'm asking God to show me, Holy Spirit, show me where you have been communicating to me, where you've been trying to teach me, where you've been inviting me to grow in relationship. I can't see where you have been inviting me to. So I need you to lead this prayer. Does that make sense? I'm not going look over my lap, my day by myself. I'm not going to see where God has been. I'm asking God to show me where he's been. Step three, I'm going to review the day. With the Lord, I'm just going to go through my day. The moment I woke up, just going to let, ask God to show me all the things that were important. The little things, the big things. When I woke up, how do I interact with my family, my spouse, my kids? When I went to work, how do I interact with my coworkers? How do I take those phone calls? Who was asking me for help? How did I help out others? How was I responsible? My friends, who was kind of getting in touch with me? Who were the people that came up in my heart, in my mind? How did I respond to those people? When I went home and I was tired, how did I respond to my family? What did my spouse ask of me? How did I deal with all the things before I went to bed? And I'm going to ask God to show me how he was with me, inviting me and how I responded to God. Because sometimes I saw God inviting me to love someone and I chose to love them. But sometimes God is going to invite me to love someone and I'm going to say, no, I don't want to. I'm tired. I don't want to. I want to do what I want to do. I don't want to. They're always complaining and I don't want to put up with them. I don't want to answer that phone call. I don't want to return that email. I just want to take a break. That sounds like life. But I'm going to look at it all because I want to grow in my relationship with Jesus and I want to be with him. So the fourth step is I want to ask forgiveness. I want to tell the Lord I'm sorry for the ways that I didn't respond to you in the way that you were asking me to. Specifically, Lord, I'm sorry for the way that I talked to my husband. Lord, I'm sorry for the way that I was short with a coworker. Lord, I'm sorry for not taking care of myself. 
Like you've really been trying to get me to exercise because you want me to be around for my kids and my grandkids. And I just said, no, it's too hard. It's too much. I know you're trying to get me to take care of myself, but I don't want to. And I'm sorry for responding to you that way. We ask forgiveness for the times that we were just apathetic. And then finally, step five is to make resolve, to make amends. Instead of looking back, step four, one through four is looking back. Step five, I'm looking forward. I look to tomorrow or I look to the day that's coming and I say, Lord, I'm going to work on this one thing, whatever it is, to get better. I'm going to work on being, when my spouse asks me to do something, I'm going to work on smiling and just doing it without being sharp, without asking why, without acting smart, without I'm just going to do it. I'm going to humble myself and do it. Or I'm going to work on being generous at work. I'm always pessimistic. I'm going to work on being positive. Whatever it is. I don't know if you can hear, but just this little bitty exercise, the whole point is for me to grow in my attentiveness to Jesus being with me throughout the day. Because when I lose track of the who. I will begin to ask why. And the why questions are a slippery slope away from anything that's life-giving. Jesus took them away to be with him for a while, just to reflect, to keep falling in love with him. It's all about him. At Sacred Heart, I pray that um, as we are growing in holiness, We understand that holiness is never disconnected from a person. As we come away from the world today and we get away to be with him this morning, let us ask him to renew our heart, to root our heart in his heart. And perhaps the examine prayer will be a good tool for you to stay in relationship with him. Amen.